Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the motivation, the inspiration, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe and never miss an episode. And in today's episode, I want to answer the question as to whether you should be working on sales or working on marketing. Now, here's the thing. I can be, and almost certainly will be again in this episode, pretty controversial when it comes to talking about marketing. Now, if you are a marketing company, and it's very possible you are because there's a lot of them, or marketing individual, or you provide services within the marketing arena, then do not be put off by what I'm going to be talking about throughout this episode. In fact, I've got a large number of marketing businesses in my success groups and inside my Extreme Growth Masterminds. And this is information that I also freely share with them as well. And I think it's important to understand this because I think it's important if you're in marketing to understand your client, understand your client's perspectives. So if you are in marketing, I will forewarn you, You might find some of what I'm going to say controversial. However, I want to promise you this. I am not the enemy. I absolutely am committed to helping marketing companies, marketing individuals become successful businesses as well. That caveat in place kind of shows my hand a little bit about where I might be going in this episode. First and foremost, I'm going to tell you this. What you focus on and where you put your time and attention is likely to shift and change as your business goes through different evolutions of business. This is really important to understand this, right? So much of the content out there, so much information out there that you're getting just isn't relevant to where you're at right now. If you're reading a business book, they might be trying to talk to, you know, a startup business, a 50K business, a quarter of a million pound business, a million, a multiple million pound business. And they might be trying to talk to all of those businesses. And therefore, the advice they're giving whilst it's generic, is therefore not specific. Does this make sense? I try and keep my content, I try and keep everything that I share, whether it's this podcast, in my book, whether it's in the club itself, I try and make everything that I share as specific as possible. And then I also say to everybody, you included, that what I talk about is never to be perceived as a blueprint of what you should do, but it's more of a template way of thinking, And it's there to provide you a structure to analyze yourself, your business, what you're doing, what you're trying to achieve, and then to implement as you see best fit for you, your business, and very specifically about where you're at right now in business and also where you want to get to. So I'm going to be making some broad generalizations here. Your job is to see how they fit with where you're at right now and what you can take from what I'm saying and how you can implement that potentially in your own strategy and in your own business moving forward. So with all that aside, all that caveating aside, the question we're addressing here is, should you be marketing or should you be doing sales? Well, unsurprisingly, the answer is you should be doing both. However, it's not as simple as that or as easy as that because, of course, you only have a certain amount of time. You only have a certain amount of 
energy. You only have a certain amount of money. And therefore, how should you be spending that money, time and energy within the sales and marketing activity that you currently do? So here I'm going to give you some really broad outlines. And again, they're gross generalizations that you need to really think about how they apply to where you're at. But here's my general rule. My general rule is really simple. Number one, sales first. Absolutely sales first. Now, again, people are going to disagree with me. I get it. But here's why I say sales first. If you want to grow your business, fundamentally, you're going to grow it through sales. You're not going to grow it through marketing. Marketing serves sales. Marketing is there to generate interest, generate demand, to generate leads for you to fundamentally sell to so that you can win new business, okay? So when you have one thing supporting something else, for me, the thing that's being supported obviously has to be the focal point. So let's say you only had one hour a day to do either sales or marketing. What should you do? Well, guess what you do? You do all the sales that you can do. When you run out of sales activity, then you probably need more marketing activity. Does this make sense? So marketing supports sales. If you only had an hour, you should do an hour on sales. If you've got two hours in a day to do, but you've only got an hour's worth of sales to do, then you should spend an hour on sales and an hour on marketing. Does this make sense? Now, marketing is a huge, broad topic and covers everything from branding to uh, lead generation to content strategies, etc. So when we're talking about marketing, obviously within marketing, there's certain things that I believe have more value than other things, okay? And again, I'm going to talk right now to the smaller business owner right now, the smaller business owner. Sales first is consistent all the way through. And I'm telling you now, I've said this on many episodes in the past, I have never worked with a one million pound business or I've never had a member take their business to a million pound plus without having their ass in the sales seat first and foremost, okay? They've sold their businesses to a million pound plus. Now, have there been businesses that have done it differently? I'm sure. Is it likely that you're going to be one of the businesses that I've never come across versus all of the businesses that I have worked with and come across? It's unlikely. So there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. However, typically it's safest to follow the rule, not the exception to the rule. So the rule is really simple from what I can ascertain from 10 years of working with small business owners, 10 years of running Bigger, Brighter, Boulder, eight years with success groups, having our Extreme Growth Masterminds now in place for, I think, five years plus, and having businesses that I've seen go from, you know, five figures to six figures to multiple six figures, to have businesses that have gone from six figures to seven figures and multiple seven figures. Also, outside of that, my one-to-one coaching is exclusively with bigger businesses. Typically, they're around that two, three million, maybe up to 10 million mark where I help them with their culture and their own mindset. And I'm going to tell you now, I've never seen a business that's driven huge growth, big success. This isn't like, you know, a hundred million or a billion. This is just taking your business to a million pound plus. I've never seen it done without sales being at the front of the business, putting sales first, where the owner of the business sees himself as the salesperson for the business first and foremost. Never. So what I say to business owners is, yes, there's always exceptions to the rule. However, what are the chances you're going to be the exception to that rule? It's unlikely through the very nature that these are exceptions to the rule. So you've got to get your head in the sales game first and foremost, and you see yourself as a sales operative first and foremost, and you've got to see your business as a sales machine first and foremost. Now, this does not mean you neglect 
your other values. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't give good service. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be out there supporting and serving your community. This isn't to say that you shouldn't be giving incredible customer services, delivering impeccable products. Of course you should. That goes without saying. All I'm saying is you've got to be thinking sales first. And I've done a number of episodes on this. It's also a drum I beat all day long in Success Group and Extreme Growth Masterminds, which is really simple. I get it. We get bogged down with delivery. We get focused on delivery. We get focused on other activities in the business, other demands in our business. And it's very easy to forget sales. And therefore, by putting sales first, it means that before you do anything else, you're thinking sales first. When you're doing your planning, you're strategizing, you're thinking sales first. When you're planning your diary, you're thinking sales first. When you're looking at your business and what you want to achieve in your business, you're thinking sales first. Everything else follows. It's not saying that sales is the only thing that's important in your business. All I'm saying is put sales first. Put it ahead of other things so that it gets the time and attention that it deserves and needs if you want to create a successful business based on the 400 businesses I've personally mentored, including business owners that have taken it from startup all the way through to multiple millions of pounds in revenue. I've never seen it done off the back of anything other than sales. Now, sales, again, is another broad topic, and there's so many different aspects to sales, right? This doesn't mean just picking up the phone and bashing the phone. This doesn't mean knocking on doors. What this means is, you know, including networking and building relationships. It might be partnerships. It might be working on joint venture partnerships. There's multiple aspects that we're talking about when we're looking at sales, but you're thinking sales first. Then, your marketing supports your sales, your marketing activity. Within marketing, I tell you now, the priority should go to lead generation. So lead generation within your marketing activity must come first. So you do your lead gen. Your lead gen, obviously, is to create leads, to generate leads for you to sell. Then you go into other marketing activities, whether that's brand building, content marketing, those kind of no like trust campaigns. For me, that all comes third. Every single one of these is important. Of course, it's important that you're doing sales. Of course, it's important that you're doing lead generation. And of course, it's important that you're building brand awareness and you're doing your no like trust campaigns and you're doing your long term, your long burn stuff that you're doing marketing. Of course, they're all important. But here's the thing. You only have a certain amount of time, a certain amount of energy and a certain amount of money to invest on these things. So you need to make sure that you're prioritizing them in the right way. And for me, it's got to be sales first. Then it's lead generation. And then you're going to content, marketing, etc. Now, most businesses I come across that aren't thinking sales first tend to do everything completely the other way around. In other words, the first thing they're thinking about is how do I offer value in the marketplace? You know, so content marketing. How do I put out good content? How do I put out, you know, advice and hints and tips and all this sort of stuff? All great stuff, by the way. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm saying I see too many small business owners doing it first. And what that means is they spend so much time giving value in the marketplace. And I know there's this, this whole notion that you give value first. And it's this whole notion that, you know, if you go out there and you become a force for good and you're out there, you know, giving advice and hints and tips and, you know, that's the way to grow your business, etc. right? Yes, it's going to serve your business. Of course, it's going to serve your business. All that information, all that content, all that activity obviously sits as part of your funnel, your marketing funnel, where it, uh, you know, you're fishing out there, you're drawing eyeballs, you're drawing attention, and from there you hopefully convert them into a lead, and from a lead you can go into your sales activity. Obviously, I know how it all fits together, but here's the thing. Too many small business owners put so much time and energy into their content marketing, into their brand marketing, that what they're doing is they're neglecting their lead generation, 
but they might do a little bit of lead generation, but then they neglect their sales almost completely. Now, I get this because I've spoken about this on a number of episodes in the past. I get it. Small business owners did not set up their small businesses so they could become salespeople. I get it. You didn't set up your business to become a marketer either, but I get it. For most small businesses, marketing is more fun than sales. Marketing is safer than sales. Doing high value content and putting great value content out into the marketplace is safer than trying to do lead generation, which is still safer than trying to do sales and closing sales. So when people turn around and they say, right, you know what, I'm putting my content out there and I'm doing my videos and I'm doing this, but I'm not getting the leads. I'm doing this, but I'm not getting my sales. Well, it's really simple because the chances are you're neglecting the other two parts. You're putting out loads of free information, loads of free advice, which is great. You know, it's a good thing to do. But by neglecting the lead generation and neglecting the sales aspects of this funnel, therefore, all you are is a content provider and you'll win some business like that. Of course you will. But I'm going to come back to what I've already said before, which is I've never seen a business become truly successful without having sales first. So therefore, what do you do? Well, if you had unlimited funds and unlimited time and energy, you would put a lot of energy and time into sales, a lot of energy and time into lead generation, a lot of time and energy into your longer burn marketing strategies, your content strategies, your, your brand recognition, that kind of thing. And when you're big corporates and big companies, that's exactly what they do. They spend millions, if not billions, on their brand and on their position in the marketplace. Of course they do. Smaller businesses, however, don't have the resources, the time, the money, and the energy to be able to give marketing often what it needs for marketing to truly work. And this is why when you talk to most small business owners, they will tell you fundamentally that the marketing they're doing isn't working. Now, are there exceptions to the rule? Yes, there are. Of course, there are companies out there where they are thriving through their marketing activity. There are companies out there that get all their business generation through their blog or through their YouTube channel or through their Facebook or whatever, and their LinkedIn. Of course, there are businesses out there that are doing that. But is that normal? No, for most people, their marketing isn't working for them. Most people are running around like headless chickens, trying to do their videos, trying to do their blogs, they're trying to do all the content pieces, doing their white papers, trying to keep up with the latest changes in the algorithms on LinkedIn, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You know, and what they're doing is they're kind of dabbling in marketing and they're not really doing a particularly good job of marketing. And to the detriment, of actual lead generation and sales, which is where the money is. Does this make sense? So I'm trying to give you here a complete mental shift. If you're one of those people that you're spending, you know, an hour, two hours a day producing content for social media or producing content for your marketing campaigns, but you're neglecting actual lead generation tactics or lead generation activities, and you're finding yourself running out of time to do sales, You've got to completely reverse that order. Think sales first. Lead generation to support your sales. Marketing activity, general marketing activity, the long burn stuff I'm talking about here, the brand awareness, the content strategy, etc. That is to support the lead gen. If you've got enough leads, you don't need to put too much time into that other marketing activity. So I want you to readdress your priorities. Your priorities in your business is sales. Then it's about lead generation. Then it's about doing, you know, like trust campaigns, et cetera, et cetera, okay? So once you start to reevaluate your priorities in that way, it becomes automatic which ones you need to do more of and which ones you need to focus on first. That's why I keep saying sales first. I don't say sales only. I don't say success is only about sales and business is only about sales. I sit there and say sales first, put sales first. 
In order to get the sales, you need lead gen. So then you put lead gen second. In order to get the lead gen, you have to do other certain activity, which may come under the branding, long-term marketing pieces, the content strategy, etc. But when you think of it in the right order, it starts to get you focused in the right way and it gets you to start appropriating your resources in the right ratios. If you only had an hour a day, sales all day long. If you have an hour a day and you have another hour a day, then you spend more time on the lead generation, probably some more time on sales again, and you might put a little bit of time into some content strategy, etc. If you had a lot of time or you had a lot of money in order to hire people or to outsource, then you could have someone working permanently on content. You could have another person working permanently on lead generation and you could be working permanently in sales, right? And that's what happens as your business grows. As your business grows, you reinvest the money that you're making into other aspects of your business so you can continue to grow. So first and foremost, if you were a startup business, I'd say, you know what, forget about marketing. I know there's some marketing out there right now that's going to shoot me in the head. But here, forget about bloody marketing. Get your face out there in front of people, right? Go out networking. Pick up, you know, the telephone. You know, go to uh, LinkedIn. It's the greatest database known to man. Go on LinkedIn, do some searches, make some connections, talk to those connections, okay? All of that activity, I'm calling it sales activity, Right? Lead generation and sales activity, to be more specific, right? If you're going on LinkedIn and you're speculating with some clients on there that you think would be good for you and you reach out to them through messaging, you know, that stuff there, it's kind of lead generation that leads you into conversations, which are sales conversations, okay? Should you be putting content on LinkedIn in this example as well? Yes, you should, because guess what? The people who you're connecting with through the messages may go and check out your profile when they see your profile and there's some really good high value content on there. It kind of makes sense that you now are someone they should probably connect with or talk to, which means it's more likely you're going to get the sales conversation and more likely you're going to get the sales conversion. So as I keep saying before, all three of them are important. It's just how you prioritize them. If you didn't have enough time to do your content piece, the other two pieces, I would say, need to come first and therefore you need to do that first and foremost. So if you're a startup business or a business, you know, doing 10, 20, 30, 40K, it's obvious what you need to do is sales. So then you need to think of, right, where are the people that I need to sell to? It could be local networking groups. It could be you go and do some lead generation through LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the greatest database for us known to man. You go in there, do some searches. You'll find your prospects. You reach out to your prospects directly because you want to have direct communication with them. It's lead gen, but I'd also tie it closely into sales. And then you might, in the background, start to build up some of this content, right? But you do it almost like in your own time. You do this... When you have extra time on your hands, you don't do this instead of lead generation and definitely instead of sales. As your business starts to grow, you'll then naturally have some more money to start to reinvest in certain things. The chances are you're going to continue to be the salesperson in your business. And in fact, under 100K, I say to people all day long, don't even try and get someone else to do sales for you. The chances are you're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to waste a ton of time. You can't afford the people that are going to get you the results and the good people. The chances are, why would they want to work with you in the first place? You're only going to be hiring people that can't do the job properly. You're going to get yourself completely trapped. So guess what? You're going to be the salesperson for the foreseeable future. You want to carve out more and more time for you to do sales, but you take the money that you've generated when you're a smaller business through sales and you reinvest it into greater lead generation. 
you get more lead generation, you then have more sales opportunity, you carve out more time for sales, you generate more money. As you get more money, you get more money to put into lead generation, more money to potentially put into sales. At some point, it's possible that you'll be able to step back from the sales role and you'll have the money to be able to afford the caliber that can actually do the sales that you need to do in your business. Eventually, you'll outsource your sales, you'll outsource your delivery, then you're just focused on running the business, and the last role you'll give up will be that of CEO or the MD. And at that point, you can step back, you can own the business, you can sell the business. But here's the thing, content, brand, etc. you'll slowly increase the expenditure on those elements of your business as you become more successful increasingly marketing will become more important as your business grows. It will also become an increasing priority to put time, money, and energy into your brand. If you want to grow your business as fast as possible, it's about making sure you're doing the right things at the right time in the right proportions. And of course, it's really hard sometimes to know what they are. I'm going to go out there and say, you know, the reason I'm quite outspoken about this is because I was given a huge marketing strategy when we were a 50K business. And this marketing strategy was insane. However, at the time, I didn't know any better. So therefore, we were literally trying to deliver upon this marketing strategy that had been rolled out by a marketing national network. And it was absolutely killing me physically. And also, it physically held our business back because it was the wrong stuff at the wrong time. Does this make sense? The strategy that they were talking about, to some degree, reflects a similar strategy to what we're rolling out right now, now that we are a multiple, multiple six-figure business. So it was a ludicrous strategy back then. Right now, it has a little bit more merit. So I'm not calling bullshit on you know, most of the information out there in the world. Most of the information out there in the world is actually valuable content. Most people's opinions, it's valuable stuff. But the most important factor for small business growth is applying the right tactics, right strategies, and the right proportions at the right time. And therefore, if you're putting 80% into content because someone somewhere said that you need to get your name out there, you need to do a no-like-trust campaign, and people need to get to know you, and blah, 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 I'm telling you now, it's going to hold you back if you are a super small business. If your business, you're under 100K, that thinking, that strategy is almost certainly going to get in the way of you actually growing your business at the speed and the magnitude that you otherwise could do. As your business starts to grow, you need to reinvest more money, more time into those other marketing activities. So I want to get you completely clear right now. Almost certainly, that's my caveat because I don't know your business. I don't know your exact set of circumstances. Almost certainly, you want to be putting the majority of your time into sales activity. When you don't have enough leads, you then have to really seriously think about your lead gen strategy. Part of that may well be a content strategy, but I want you to think of it as like a diminishing amount of time, money, and energy that goes into those things. The majority of your time, money, and energy goes into sales. Secondly, into lead generation. Third, it goes into your general brand and content marketing. There's a load of people out there right now that are going to be screaming at this episode. There's a load of marketing people right now are going to totally disagree with me. I get it. I understand it. Some of what I say goes against conventional thinking, but it's based purely on my experiences in my own business and the experiences of the 400 businesses that I've closely worked with and mentored over the past 10 years. So to answer the question that was posed at the beginning of this episode, sales or marketing? Well, of course, it needs to be both those things. And within those two categories, of course, it's sales 
It's lead generation and then it's general marketing activity. It's brand awareness. It's content strategy, etc., etc. You want to make sure that you're putting the right energy, the right focus at the right time into these things. You as the business owner, you want to get comfortable in the sales chair. That's where you're going to spend the majority of your time growing your business. Just get used to it. Your marketing supports your sales activity. Therefore, by its very nature, sales is your main focus. Then it's lead generation to make sure that you have the sales opportunities in place that you need. And then your marketing, your general marketing, your brand building, your content strategy is there playing a much longer game in the background. And it will become increasingly more important potentially as your business starts to grow. However, what you need to grow your business is leads and sales. And therefore, all the activity you do is designed specifically for that in mind. Now, of course, this focus is purely for you, the smaller business owner, and it is for the service-based business. The strategies that Heinz would use or the strategies that Apple would use are not the same strategies that are applicable to a 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200K business. We know that Apple pumps millions and millions, if not billions, into its brand and into its market. We know that Coke spends millions, if not billions, on its brand. We know this. These are product companies, and they need to attract millions, if not billions, of eyeballs in order for you to go and pull their product off of a shelf. Your service-based business, that's who this podcast is designed for, your service-based business, and you will sell your services through a sales consultative process. You need to get your face in front of people so you can consult with them, you can sell to them, and you can ultimately serve them. As your business grows, you'll need to increase your reach into the marketplace, and that's where more general marketing activity will start to become of more value to your business. But I tell you now, heed this warning, to make marketing work well, it needs a big investment of time and money and energy. And as a smaller business owner, the chances are you just don't have it right now to the capacity that you need to have it in order to make it truly work. Build your business, get the money, get the resources, then you can afford the talent that can make marketing truly work for your business. And that's how it works, the right strategy at the right time in the right proportions. Awesome. Once again, thank you for spending this time with me. I appreciate it. I'm well aware that there are many people out there right now vying for your attention and your time. And therefore, do not take it lightly that you've spent this time with me. I hope it's valuable to you. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Let me know. You'll find all my social media links in the descriptions of this episode. It'd be good to hook up with you. If I'm making sense to you right now, then don't forget you can continue to get more from me. Go and check out the six-figure fast track. If you are a five-figure service-based business, maybe doing 10K, 20K, 30K, 40K, maybe you've even done 50, 60, 70, but for whatever reason, you haven't yet broken the 100K mark and you want to know what's it going to take to hit 100K in revenue in the next 12 months or even less, then get yourself on the six-figure fast track. You'll find a webinar masterclass there ready for your viewing right now, but also you'll also see a link to our next live workshop that we'll be running on the Six Figure Fast Track. 
The economy is changing really fast at the moment. The landscape is changing really fast at the moment. Therefore, on the live editions, the live workshops, I'm always keeping up to date with the latest movements and trends in the marketplace, the economy, to make it as relevant as I possibly can. There's also an opportunity there for a live Q&A as well to help you navigate the stormy seas that we might find ourselves in right now. Get yourself on the Six Figure Fast Track. You'll find that at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. If you've already done 100k in turnover, maybe multiple hundreds of k in turnover, and you want to find out a little bit more about our Extreme Growth Masterminds and to hear a bit more about the success that we're having with our members in there, people that have taken their businesses from six figures, 150k, all the way through to multiple millions through exponential growth year on year, then don't forget, email Tracy, tracy.miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. You'll find the link to her email address as well in the descriptions. Also in the descriptions, you'll see links to other resources there to help serve you, to help you on your own entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 